What's up, everybody? Welcome to Authentic Audacity with Miss Janae. I'm your host, Miss Janae, and this podcast here is to help you, encourage you, and empower you to have the audacity to live your most authentic life. We're going to talk about real life adult situations on this podcast. Absolutely everything is on the table, but most importantly, everything is judgment free. If you want to connect with us on the socials, we are Miss Janae, M S J A N A Y, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can also reach, reach out to us on our website, MissJanae.com, M S J A N A Y.com, and connect with us there. We look forward to connecting with you. Hey everybody, what's up? It's your girl Janae, and uh, welcome, welcome. I really wanted to do this podcast because it was something that was really heavy on my heart, and I wanted to share with y'all. Um, it, let me first start off by saying that this came to me from doing my event. Um, I have a nonprofit here in the Kansas City area. It's called Activate Your Evolution, and we do different things around the community. But we had an event on March 16th, which is a Saturday, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we had, it was called, um, what the health that, what the health, that was the name of the event. And we had, um, women speakers there. We had women that was there to empower everybody. And then, you know, we had the empowerment speakers and then we had the healthcare speakers. Um, and a big thing that Mental health is really big to me. Um, If you continue to listen or you know anything about me, I am a huge advocate of mental health, Um, especially in the African-American community. There's such a big stigma around it. But so at the event, I had a therapist. Her name was Dr. Pamela Taylor. I believe her um, her center is New Hope Counseling Center here in Kansas City. And she did a speech and it was called understanding your worth and she dropped so many nuggets in my spirit that day and so many things that have set with me I really wanted to come and just share some things with y'all um because I honestly believe that a lot of people really don't understand their worth and understand that I'm not coming to you acting like I got it together like I've always like I just make perfect decisions or that I've always had it together no I'm coming to you as somebody who is a work in progress as we all are but also too just wanting better for people in my community and wanting better for myself um and then I also want to tie that into the podcast, the whole point of this podcast. The name of this podcast is called Authentic Audacity. And so I don't, let me start off by saying um, why I chose that. Um, authentic, authentic can be fine as genuine, you know, genuine. What is something that you don't have to make up? What is true to you is genuine. You're, you know, and living your authentic lifestyle your authentic life is something that is important to me because I don't believe, especially in this age of social media, there are so many people just doing what they see other people doing. They're doing what, not necessarily what they want to do, but what, because they think what should be done. You know, um, I'm in my thirties, so I've been through that point in my life where you kind of feel like, 
well, society says this, but that ain't really what I want to do. And I think that really catches up a lot of people up because instead of us being authentic, you know, to ourselves and the desires that is put inside of us, we kind of conform. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, <laughs> but, um, so that's authentic. That's what I mean by authentic audacity. When I say audacity, I'm going to use the definition of bold, being bold, being, you know, having the audacity, having the boldness to live your authentic life. And that's really what you have to have. Um, you know, you have to be bold enough to do what is true to you simply because, like I said, with social media, we got social media telling us what we should look like, how we should dress. We got our parents telling us when we should get married, what we should be doing, how many kids we should have, you know, and it's not even including the peer pressure from our friends. And well, I mean, why you ain't married yet or why you ain't got no kids? You know, people don't think that, but that can be a form of peer pressure, you know. There's so many people that are unafraid to go along with the natural flow of their life, you know, because there's so much, there's so much that says that you should be doing everything that what you should be doing. Um, and maybe this doesn't apply to you. Maybe you are one of those people that were fortunate enough that had people that supported you on living your authentic path before a lot of us that didn't happen to us and what i noticed is that you know there is a lot of people that are just not only living a life that is unauthentic in their personal life but also too in their private lives too they're in what they're doing for living you know what i'm saying um how many people you know that just got a job because it ain't really no passion in there but they just trying to pay the bills you know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And what this does is once it just kind of overflows. And what I don't want for anybody is for that to be your life, where you're living a life that you ain't excited about, that you only doing it to make other people happy because you have you are the one that have to deal with the consequences of the decisions that you make, whether good or bad. And I feel like we all have the right as a human being to be authentic and be true to the desires that God put inside of you. Um, that went, I went way off when I wasn't trying to go off that far, but I understand it. I definitely understand it. You know, I, you see a person who is trying to do something that is authentic for them, you know, and I'm going to tie this back to what Dr. Taylor says, because she talked about knowing your worth because I believe that if you know your worth you know how you know and not to say that we're all perfect nobody is ever perfect but you know your worth you know that you are special enough that you don't have to conform to anybody's rules you are an individual for a reason so when I think about understanding my worth and living an authentic lifestyle having the audacity to live their authentic lifestyle. One of the big things that I think about is going after your dreams, going after your passions. There are so many people who really deep down inside, they want to sing or they want to act or deep down inside, they want to do something that makes them feel good on the inside. But a lot of the times they don't do it. 
they don't do it. For one, we'll start with self because they have that self-doubt. Which, and I want to say that a little self-doubt is pretty much normal. You know, we all have those moments of like, can I really do this? Am I good enough at doing this? That's not anything new. We usually have those doubts, but we still push through. You know, um, another reason why people have don't do it is because of fear. Fear is a big one. Fear is something that we all deal with. You know, Nina Simone, if you ever hear her talk, she always talks about releasing people from fear and no fear. Because there are so many people who don't do things because they're fearful. Because you have more fear than you have faith. It comes a point in time where you have to choose what you're going to do. You're going to stay in, in, in fear, doing something that you don't want, where you ain't happy. Are you going to step out on that faith, whatever that faith may be, and go for it? I've been there a couple of times, and I one of the times, the, the last time that I was, the major time that I was there was, um, and I say major because once I did that big leap of faith, the smaller leap of faiths were a lot easier for me to do because I, I was working in Atlanta. Um, I grew up in Atlanta, and... I was working in hospital, um, and it was around the time I had turned 30, and I just, I knew that this was not the job for me. Like, I knew that it was much more in me than, you know, what I was doing, and I was just wrestling back and forth. Like, I want to do this, uh, but, you know, it's just like, but I got bills to pay, and I just, but I just knew. I just knew, you know, I had got so many confirmations from God to tell me to go ahead and do it. And, you know, after a lot, and I mean a lot, like months of going back and forth and praying and crying and, you know, just living in a personal turmoil, I finally did it. Absolutely, it was not easy. It was not easy. And, but when I did it, I remember feeling that like whew, okay I'm gonna trust you God and I'm gonna do it I'm gonna just I'm gonna release this job you know because my whole thing was I had a house I have any kids but I had I had a mortgage I had bills to pay so it's like if I quit this job I need to be able to find another job where I can keep up with what I have you know what I'm saying and so but what I knew was I was willing to lose it to get to the life that I really wanted because it was just that bad for me. You know, like it was just really, you know, literally waking up every, I would be at work walking down some stairs and I'd just be like, Oh, I need to quit this job. And so when I finally did it, it wasn't easy. You know, I did a little thing and what I kept finding was I kept, trying to step out on faith, but then try to do my own thing. Like, okay, I'm going to work this job over here. I mean, I know it ain't the job I need or I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this just because I got these bills. And every time I tried to do it, it failed. And when I really just released it and I really just, you know, let go and let God work in my life the way that God wanted things to work out, you know, I was able to move. And when I say move, because during that time, it was very clear to me that God wanted me to move back to Kansas City. I definitely wasn't trying to do that. Um, 
but I remember when I had finally, you know, I had, things had worked out. Like when I say I was, I had went over a year with no job, but nothing ever got cut off. Like nothing ever got taken away from me. Like God really absolutely made ways, you know, because I did that leap of faith, you know what I'm saying, to go out, okay, God, I want to help people, and I know this is not what I'm doing. I started blogging, you know what I'm saying? I just started doing things that would allow me to do my passion because I absolutely was not able to do that working that other job. And so when things, like when I say when things just finally begin to work out, like, you know, at first it was a little rough, you know. I was, at those moments, there was times that I felt like I had made the wrong decision. But when things finally became to come through, I realized I was so happy that I made that decision because it changed my life because God took care of me. God took care of me in a way that when I just, you know, put that house on the market and I moved, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying my life was easy, but what I'm saying to you was that I felt good that I made that leap of faith because when it came time for me to make other little, okay, well, trust in God, I was able to do that much more because it was like, well, you know what? Me and God done been through some things, and he took care of me then, so I definitely know God's going to take care of me now. And that helped me in understanding my worth because I knew that I was worth it. I was worth the hassle. I was worth all of that because God already showed me no matter what you do, if you follow what I say do, I got you. Like, I got you. And when you know that you are taken care of, you move in a different way. When you know that somebody got your back, you move in a different way. And so, that's what I mean when I say about stepping out on faith, trusting God, and having that authentic audacity to be like, you know what? I don't have to do what other people tell me to do because I know what I really want to do, what I really want to do and how that fits for my life. And so I'm getting a little bit off track. This I was not planning on coming on here and telling this story. It just kind of happened at this moment. So let me take a break. All right, I want to take a second to talk a little bit about Nipsey Hussle. Um, As most of you have probably heard by now, he was killed Sunday, this past Sunday, um, in South L.A., um, actually in front of his store. Now, when I first heard of Nipsey, I remember hearing about Nipsey Hussle years ago, like in the early 2000s and thinking like, who's this dude? Like, first of all, he reminded me of Snoop. And second of all, I'm like, Nipsey Hussle? What? You know, when I hear it, I instantly make thought of Nipsey Russell, which is the, which who, who played the Wiz, who played the Tin Man in the Wiz, which is a childhood movie I grew up, a movie I grew up on, me and my cousins, that's like our favorite movie. Um, but I began to, you know, watch his videos and listen to his music and stuff. And it was very clear that he was trying to make a difference. Um, yes, he had a spotty pass. He was a former gang member, but I look up the 
of the actions that he was doing before he passed away, before he was killed. And he was really trying to help the community. Um, and that resonates with me because that is definitely a big, you know, a big soft spot for me as I try to do what I can to help the community here in Kansas City through my nonprofit. And so when I heard about him passing away, like in front of his store and, you know, there's so many conspiracy theories of why it happened, you know, and it's, I hear, I keep hearing the Dr. Sebi document, but you know, I think a lot of that Dr. Sebi information is very Googleable. That might not be the right word, but you can Google it and find out information about that. You know, I don't know when things like this happen, there's always so many stories, you know, there's already always so many theories and I'm not sure if the American public will ever find out what the true story is. I do hope that his family, you know, gets the answers that they're looking for, you know, to bring them peace at this time. But, you know, Nipsey was 33 and I'll be 38 this year. And I just think of how much life I have lived since I was 33. And 33 is relatively young, you know. Not only is it relatively young, and I'm sure he's he's done great things in his life so far, but, you know, we now have fatherless children now, you know. We now have a wife that no longer has her husband. We have this community that no longer has this staple who was doing so much to help out. And so it hits us all hard in a different way, you know, and I don't ever want to get to the point in life where death means nothing. Like when somebody losing their life is something I can shrug my shoulders at because it's another loss. It's another life loss. It's another family that will probably never be the same. That is going to be constantly grieving and you know, it can definitely be a selfish thing when somebody dies to gun violence at the hands of another person. So prayers and love to Nipsey Hussle and his family and his friends and everybody that was affected by his passing. Um, I do know that Nipsey owned his masters. So if we want to continue to support him and support his family, uh, stream his music. Um, I believe the Marathon Company, which was his company, is still up and running. We still have have opportunities to continue to support him and let his legacy live on. And that's what I want to say about that. All right, everybody. So I want to continue the conversation about understanding your worth, knowing your worth, and how that leads to li you living an authentic lifestyle, having the audacity to live your authentic life. I believe that it really kind of all boils down to self-esteem, uh, which is tough for everybody because a lot of people, I think, they see a lot of people, a lot of us really don't have um, a good self-esteem. And when I say a good self-esteem, I'm not talking about somebody being, you know, arrogant because there is a difference between arrogance and confidence. Arrogance is basically built on insecurity. Confidence, if you know you bad, you ain't gotta, you know, you ain't gotta walk around demeaning people. You don't have to walk around being ugly to people. You know when you know. And so, 
I think with a lot of us having low self-esteem, it really starts with things that happened to us as we were growing up. Um, you know, what are the things that happened in your house? Did you feel valued in your house? Did you did your parents make you feel value valuable? Did you feel secure? Or do you honestly feel like, you know, people wouldn't notice if you're around? You know, I think a lot of us stay in situations, jobs, relationships, all of that because our self-esteem is low. And when you have that low self-esteem, you put up with a lot of stuff. And I ain't telling y'all what I think. I'm telling y'all what I have lived. You know, when my self-esteem was low, I would okay somehow make it okay in my head that it was all right for me to stay in this job that I knew I wasn't supposed to be in I mean I got bills to pay in I mean I might not find nothing else you know I think sometimes we create these narratives in our head where we're not necessarily the best person or we create the narratives in our head that we're not loved that we're not valuable and it all goes into our self-esteem. If you know that you're valuable and you know that you were worth it, you will have no problem walking away from something that does not serve you simply because you know that it is better out there. But once again, I think that we let other things play into that. We let peer pressure, we let society play into that. Oh, well, I mean, she broke up with him. Something got to be wrong with her because, I mean, he's a good guy. This person ain't living in your life. This person ain't living in your relationship. So how can you let somebody do that? You know, I see a lot of us, we let people disrespect us continuously because we maybe are disrespecting ourselves on a continuous basis, you know. And so it all really boils down to what do you deserve? Do you deserve to live your best life do you deserve to really go out there and live the life of your dreams do you honestly feel that way i don't want to sit up here and act like you know um like i said that i'm perfect or not you know and not understand not take into effect that a lot of people are just dealing with stuff you're dealing from a lot of trauma from growing up. You're dealing with a lot of PTSD. And we can just call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? And so PTSD doesn't necessarily always mean that you are out in in war. You know what I'm saying? War overseas. You could be in war at your own home. It could be war in your neighborhood. It could be war in your head. You know, a traumatic event is a traumatic event. And I think it's, don't let anybody tell you what you have not lived through. Don't let anybody tell you how you should feel about something. You know, nobody knows what's inside your head, what you've seen, what's inside your heart. You know, and I say all of this to say I really wasn't going to push the therapy agenda, but I feel like I have to because of what I'm talking about right now. And this is such a heavy episode <laughs> for the second one, but I, I wasn't, like I said, I was not planning to go here, but it, it just kind of just happened. So I'm going to just go with the flow. But, um, most stuff is one of my favorite rappers and he has the introduction to, um, his black on both sides and, you know, and he talks about how people think that they valuable and, you know, he talks about hip hop and how 
hip-hop is going to be all right and if we are right because we are hip-hop we the people are hip-hop and he says how do people know that they are right and he says people have to understand that they are valuable and you're not valuable because somebody thinks you're sexy or because you got a whole lot of money but you are valuable because you were created by god that is what makes you valuable that is what makes you worth it and i also want to say i'm gonna just go out and say this right now i know that everybody does not believe in the same God I believe in. I know everybody does not believe, you know, have that. But whatever spiritual realm you are on, whatever religion you want to dedicate yourself to, understand that that higher power gives you meaning. You know, if you believe in this box of crayons, let that box of crayons use you. Let it guide you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not here to convert anybody. I'm not here to make anybody feel bad about anything. I'm just here to speak my mind, speak what I believe has been put inside of me and to help other people. Because like I said, I am here to help others. I'm here to help empower and encourage you to live that, you know, that authentic life because you deserve you deserve simply because you breathe <laughs> you are worth it and so it's a lot that goes into that and so uh, like I said I wasn't trying to get into this either but I think a lot of us can do well with sitting down and talking to somebody because a lot of us are living living with trauma from things that happened years ago. A lot of us are reliving that trauma every day in our heads. And that's not healthy. I used to do that every day, y'all. I used to, when somebody hurt me, I would relive that trauma every day. I will, at least not every day, but I would relive it quite in my head quite often. That other person is going on, living their life, doing their thing. But I was so hurt and so stuck in that moment. I would relive it, and every time I would relive the situation in my head, it was like getting hurt all over again. I wasn't doing myself any service when I was doing that. I was hurting myself. And I'm an advocate of therapy. I'm an advocate, and I believe that you can have God and you can have therapy. I do not believe they are separate. They can they can come together and help you. You know, just because you have God doesn't mean you don't. And just because just because you have God doesn't mean the need for therapy does not exist. I believe God can heal you, but I believe that God gives us things to help heal us. God created those uh, therapists. I mean, you know, I think if you want to live the life you live, if you want to get healthy in your mind, there are steps that you can take to get there. There are options available to you. There are clinics here. I know in Atlanta, maybe, I don't I don't know. I haven't been in Atlanta in five years. I haven't lived there in over five years. But here in the Kansas City area, there are um, clinics and stuff where you can have free there. You can get up to so many sessions for free if you are low income. You know what I'm saying? Like there are options available to you, but you have to want to. You have to want to change your life. You have to want better for yourself. So, bottom line, it all boils down to what do you think you deserve? What do you think you are worth? I'm not saying that this work is going to be easy and it's going to be, you know, 
uh, walk in the park. No, there's going to be hard. This It's going to be hard. And it's going to be moments where you don't want to do it. I don't want to go to therapy. But you either going to want, what do you want more? You want to stay the same or do you want your life to change? Because I promise you, I saw the difference in myself. It wasn't always immediate and there are things that I struggle with. But I noticed a difference. And then it was really lovely when the people around me was like, are you still in therapy? You seem so much happier now. Because the happiness was coming from inside of me. The happiness wasn't based on, you know, a relationship. The happiness wasn't even based on that job. Because it was like, even if I get another job and and they fire me, I'm going to still be good because I feel good inside of me. So I'm going to go after what I want. I'm not saying in this podcast, I speak, I've been wanting a podcast for so long. I wanted that blog. I wanted my nonprofit. I wanted this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I wanted them all for so long and I'm just making it happen. You can do it too. I'm no different than you. So, and let me just say, I'm going to talk about a lot of things. I'm going to talk about a lot of adult situations and things. But for some reason, I came on here to talk about something completely different on this podcast. And this is kind of what came out of me. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.